Systematic. Systematic. Recorded in Humble Park, Chicago. Systematic podcast. Hosted by twin sisters. It's a magic podcast. Alexis and Samantha. Samantha. Just in case your friends have systematic podcast. Hey, welcome back to Systematic Podcast, the show about politics, pop culture, and sisterhood. Per usual, it's your girls. I'm Sam and I'm Alexis. It's season two and while things are not um, rolling out the way that we had originally expected, what with the pandemic that is taking place, um, we have a lot of things we've been working on that we're really excited about um, sharing. Yeah, we're looking forward to being able to share this, start sharing this new visual content. Yes, things we shot a few months ago, right? Well, it was in February, yeah. Shout out our team that helped us with that. Um, Grizz, Chantel, Steph, Nina, like just amazing team of women and people that came together to help us with our new content. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're really excited about it. Yeah, we had originally planned to do um, launch launch season two with our first public events and maybe do some live recording Mm -hmm. um, with an audience. But yeah, we can't be in groups we're all social distancing right now so and not leaving our homes so we're doing our best to still bring this content to you guys in a way that's just as engaging as we can be yeah so that's why um we decided to do our first instagram live for this episode um to launch the new season and we have a really awesome guest alexa that joined us for the live and so we have a really fun conversation that we're gonna get to later in this episode we talk a lot about like makeup and like self-care and just like the beauty industry yeah alexa's background um yeah i think it's a fun conversation a lot of uh we'll we'll get into the details actually a little bit later on do you want to start off um just covering some pop culture um current event type things first sure so while a majority of the world is just staying home right now I think that a lot of um, people and a lot of families have really found comfort in TV and just Mm -hmm. like streaming. Um, And so I wanted to um, take this time to like point out a few shows that I recommend that I think that are like really pushing some boundaries and just good example of like expanding like diversity and storytelling, storytelling, uh, specifically of like black and brown people, black and brown communities. So what's first on your list of dope content that people should watch while we're all quarantined? Okay, well first I guess I could talk about two shows that are on Netflix right now and they're both actually Netflix original series. Um, One is called Hentified and one is called On My Block. Um, Hentified is like new, it just launched within like the past like two, three months. Um, On My Block is like three seasons in now but both are about Latinx communities in LA. And I think that they're just like doing really good jobs of showing like Latinx characters in non-traditional like roles where they just like really have a lot of character development and just like are really like dynamic emotional characters. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I watched Hentified 2 and 
to be honest at first i saw like the kind of preview or marketing for it mm -hmm. and like i wasn't super drawn into it like it looked like i couldn't tell if it was like gonna be a little cheesier or yeah. something like that i wasn't sure how good the acting was gonna be but i had some friends recommend it and said it was really good so yeah i gave it a try and yeah i thought it was really like well done like i loved all of the characters it has all these latinx characters from different walks of life so like everyone kind of has someone that they can relate, can relate to. to yeah it's super relatable whether you're like a first generation latinx um person like first generation second generation like your like your family like your older like family members like all different like types mm -hmm. of like Roles. Yeah. Um, like, I know I personally related to it in the in the sense that the main family that you're focused on in the series, um, they're they run uh, a family business. It's mm -hmm. like yeah and they're trying to keep their family business afloat mm -hmm. and in the face of gentrification. In the face of gentrification in their community. And um, we, I mean, we grew up with our family running a family business in our neighborhood. In too, Humble Park. In mm -hmm. Humble Park. Our grandfather ran a store and we grew up like mm -hmm. helping out and like just um, being in business every day. Business, so yeah. um, I definitely related to the story in that sense. Anyway, I highly recommend, okay, there's like something in it for everyone and you don't need to be Latinx to watch this show. Like it's funny, it's cute and yeah, it leaves you like wanting to know what happens in it. I think it leaves on like a cliffhanger. So hopefully it gets another season. Definitely. On My Block is also like really good. Like I just cry watching it. It's like so, I mean, it's also funny, but like it's also really emotional and shows like, it's a totally different story, but yeah, like the danger that a lot of young people from marginalized communities like experience um, in a lighthearted way. Also super relatable, especially to like anyone that grew up in the hood, but like not in like, it's sometimes I feel like it's hard to tell a lot of those stories without things being like cliche, cliche or like stereotypical, but it's like a it's a fucking coming of age like teen like comedy like series, mm -hmm. but like so many of these stories are told about like white kids like how many like teen coming of age stories are like about like you know like white kids that like everybody watches so I think that this is like a really good show just like for all different like black and brown um people to be able to yeah just to be able to relate to and see themselves and relate to experiences that they might be familiar with yeah i actually haven't seen on my block mm -hmm. is it like a drama or like a romance um it's like a comedy like drama as well both identified and um, on my block are like comedy dramas um but i would say it definitely does have like a little bit of everything it definitely is like really like funny and lighthearted a lot of times but like I said, I cried because there's like, I don't want to spoil it, but there's like some really like dramatic moments. Yeah. And the really good acting actually. Really good okay. acting. Yeah. Were we talking about this? Because I had seen things on Instagram, I think, kind of memes like making fun of the show maybe in its first season. Yeah. There was like some like jokes about like the first season that like some of the um, like Spanish accents like were not very good, which is accurate. There's like one character especially that has like a really bad <laughs> Spanish accent. Um, but they, they like make fun of it in a later season. They like are like, oh yeah, her Spanish was not good. <laughs> That's funny. So they like made it part of the show. Yeah, I think they like noticed people called them out. So the last show I want to mention is HBO's Insecure by Issa Rae. Um, she, you know, like directs, writes, and stars in the show. It's a really amazing, um, like groundbreaking 
show. Um, I know not everybody has access to HBO, but um, if you do have access or like you get a chance to borrow someone's password or something like that, um, it's definitely work, worth checking out. Um, just really like tells like the story of a, you know, contemporary black woman and her friendships and her relationships and just like her struggles. Yeah, her, her evolution. Yeah, just really trying to like figure things out um, every day. And um, it's just a really like refreshing and like hilarious show. All of the actors, the cast is amazing. Um, so definitely I want to recommend those three shows. Um, yeah, no, I love Issa Rae. I mean, the, like all of the art that she puts into her craft. And mm -hmm. she also, I think, produced a black lady sketch show mm -hmm. on HBO, which is like the oh, first, so um, it's like a history making show. It's the first um, sketch comedy show, stars all, a cast of all black women. And it's, yeah, it's on HBO hilarious. HBO. So she's just so amazing. I put her in like the same category as um, Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Yeah, like they're, um, she's really the future of television. And like, I just love everything she does. Right. So what? Uh, lastly, I just want to point out about these three shows and why it's so important to watch them. You're not just like passively like, watching something on TV. Like you're actually like supporting these stories and like so like watching them and showing like companies that like we care about these stories can give the next like directors and producers or whoever the opportunity to to tell, tell even greater and more diverse stories yes so seriously check them out and support these stories and support the future of tv and streaming and content that is more Looks like us and is made by us definitely more equitable for everyone so let's pivot to politics really quick. I know that we're gonna try to keep it like a little bit light. We know that everybody is getting like really like bombarded and overwhelmed with so much like news and like negative news, right? Well, it's a really daunting time. So um, yeah, Sam and I usually try to cover important topics that we think are really serious and that people should know about. Um, but yeah, right now we're um, in the midst of the coronavirus um, global pandemic um, and it's affecting every corner of the world. And yeah, all of the news 24 seven is covering this. So um, we're gonna trust that you all have all the information that you need, that you're all um, staying safe and aware. And we're gonna try and cover um, other things while we're wishing all of you like well and Yes. safe and healthy in all of your families yeah with that being said what are some political um topics or goings on that people should know about yeah so i'm just gonna touch on two things pretty um briefly the first is the united states census um sam and i have also covered this before in previous episodes but the 2020 u.s census is here this um is basically a national survey that the country does every year where they try and survey every 10 years every 10 years <laughs> every year that would be crazy every 10 years we try to survey every single person who is living in the country and collect information on what the population of the country looks like it's mm -hmm. a snapshot every 10 years and we talked about it a little bit before why it was so important 
important, right? Yeah, uh, because it determines like where money is allocated and all different things. Yeah, the census is super important. It's super important that we make sure everyone in our communities are counted, especially communities that are typically undercounted, like Black, Brown, immigrant, Asian communities typically aren't as aware of the census, so not as many take it, or there's a number of reasons. But it's really important that we get everyone to take it so that we're visible, so that they see our numbers, so that they see our needs. Um, so that we can have a base of information to advocate from. Mm -hmm. We know that this is what's going on um, in our community. So super important, you guys. It, it only takes take a few minutes and you can do it online at uscensus.gov. And maybe um, we can like add some links on our page too. Yeah, we can to, put it on our page for yeah. sure to give some people um, guidance. Yeah, sorry, I don't know. I can't stress enough. Everything comes, Every everyone uses the census, um, the data that's collected. It's so, 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 it's like um, the most important thing. And we know you're all at home on your phone, you're playing Candy Crush or whatever you play on your phone. Um, take a few minutes and census on your phone or on your laptop. So if you're frustrated, especially with how everything is going right now, like this is a little thing that you can do to like make yeah. a difference. And yeah. It's not even little, it's really important. So the second thing I wanted to talk about was was basically the end of the 2020 presidential democratic presidential race been covering this too as you know bernie sanders has stepped down from the race he's no longer campaigning very sad he was a candidate that really brought a lot to the field to the democratic race for president. He pushed a lot of ideas that people people a few years ago even would have thought were just crazy. He's pushed those ideas into the mainstream. Things like universal health care, yeah, helping alleviate college debt, student loans, things that people like would never even consider before are now right. um, pillars of things that we are asking for for our future. But um, unfortunately, he um, will not be our next president. And we're left with pretty much the only choice of voting for Joe Biden, which is really not a great option. It's not a great option. Um, yeah, Joe Biden is the gonna be the Democratic nominee for president, uh, which means he's gonna go head to head with Trump. I know that this is a super contentious issue. A lot of people, a lot of Democrats and people on the left are hesitant to vote for him. Um, a lot of people are really upset with the nominee mm. um, in the field of nominees. So. It's really heated right now, but these are two options. So, and one of them, the one that's currently in the office, is doing pro just irreparable damage to the country and to the world. So, something needs to be done about this, and we can definitely talk more about what this race is going to look like more closely as we get to the general election in November. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, Joe Biden does a lot more to actually earn our votes, right, and show that he actually cares and pays attention and has a plan for how he's going to deal with issues in our community. So um, he has a little bit of time and let's hope he uses that wisely. So that's it for politics this week. And now we're going to get to our interview with Alexa Muscati. Really fun conversation. Really glad she could join us on live. Um, it was super fun to do the interview this way. Fun and challenging. Um, just a new experience. Yeah, and thank you so much for everyone who tuned into the live recording on Instagram. We're just so grateful to have all of that support out the gate and to have the support from Alexa being our first guest. Definitely, it was so fun, but since this was our first time recording through Instagram Live, we had some technical challenges that we um, overcame and uh, bear with us, but um, hopefully it'll be even better next time. Quality. Yes. Yeah. 
So without further ado, here is our guest, Alexa, and um, I hope you enjoy. Real quick though, um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to and um, leave a comment if you can. Stay tuned for more updates on season two and hopefully we'll be doing more lives and more interactive things. We here, and you're here. Thank you guys so much. We just want to thank you guys um, for tuning in, and we're super excited. This is our first time going live. When we were planning the second season of the podcast, um, we were thinking about what topics we wanted to cover. And generally, in the first season, we cover a lot of like pretty serious topics and social issues. Yeah. Um, but given what everyone is going through right now, what everyone, all the difficulties people are dealing with, we really wanted to start off with some like fun, light content and that's why we're really excited about our first guest yes um we're gonna invite her to join us and gonna have a really fun convo should we send her the request yeah hey hi how are you i'm good you look great yeah looking fabulous (laughs) thank you so much for fucking joining us how's your quarantine been it's not so bad i mean i go to work still so i'm like has been being in quarantine while being pregnant has that been like different or different well i mean this is my first pregnancy so i don't know how like different it would be (laughs) but um i think the biggest difference is like um not being able to like share this with my family um i kind of have to like stay away from them right Um, i do go to work all the time but like i literally go to work and then come back home the only person that like gets to experience this with me is my boyfriend yeah but um it's kind of sad like um because you know when you get pregnant you're just like oh my god i can't wait to share this family with my uh this news with my family and you just like expect it to like be super normal i don't know (laughs) super exciting yeah i don't know especially easter was really sad hopefully it'll be over soon i know (laughs) you have a few months till you're due right so yeah things will be like better but that's so fucking exciting so we should like um do a little bit a little intro right for people like maybe some of our followers who might not know you alexa Mm -hmm. is a fucking amazing makeup artist (laughs) nice very talented you work with like a lot of like really dope like brands and like really cool clients and um like you work with like a lot of people in like the music industry and the fashion industry right yeah um so pretty much i started off just um doing like basic freelance with like prom and um just family pretty much and i then escalated to sharing my like content with instagram and i was able to get new clients from there um i did end up being able to work with like really uh cool chicago artists and um, from there i was able to like collaborate with other brands i was able to get like contact uh contacted by them and get pr sent to me and ever so often i get to like share that stuff with um like instagram and posting pictures on there using the uh, like products and stuff can you tell us a little bit more about like how you got like i don't like how long have you been doing it or like how did you get started like how did you did you start like doing makeup when you were like a teenager or yeah so i I started very young. I mean, I've been into makeup since I was like 14, like full face makeup. And now it's pretty normal, but like back then it was pretty like odd. Like everybody would think that I was like doing too much. But um, now I feel like after that, um, 
high school, I wore full face of makeup. I went to military high school, so it was also really weird. Yeah. Um, and from there, I started doing prom makeup for people. Um, maybe I want to say like my sophomore year. And from there, I was able to, like I said, um, I started sharing all that stuff on Instagram. Yeah. And I started to slowly, I don't know, I don't, I honestly don't remember well, who was like my first like artist uh, person because it was just slowly. Like I, I've always been really shy, so I've never been the one to reach out. I was able to let my like work speak for itself because um, that's how I get clients all the time. I've never been the type to like, which I wish I was because I feel like I miss out on a lot of work, be not because I don't like try to. <laughs> not you work with me. and people see it, obviously. <laughs> but I want to like preface that I know very little about makeup. <laughs> like <laughs> I struggle with winged eyeliner. I don't know how to do a cut crease. Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> anything about like eyeshadow or anything? Do you have like tips for like people that like? want to like like me who like don't know or like how how do you even begin learning how to do like cool looks with eyeshadows and things like like that. is youtube like the move well i learned my new techniques through youtube um that's how i learned makeup in general because i never went to school for it <laughs> um so i would say like my biggest tip is to use like concealer and I mean, I know people are like, oh, you have to buy like the right brushes, but just because they see the right brushes, it doesn't necessarily mean like expensive shit. Like you could use like the most affordable brands like BH Cosmetics or like uh, Morphe eyeshadow, Morphe brushes, I mean. But for like a cut crease, I would say any flat brush that kind of looks like this. I don't know. Okay. I'll you. <laughs> okay. And one big tip, I, this is like biggest no-no for everybody because like don't tug on your eyes because you're gonna give yourself wrinkles but you could just like pull on your eye and from there form the shape um it doesn't have to be like how do i say it like the form of your eye specifically how like where the dent is you can make it bigger than that so it can pop out more um because i know that's one big thing for people that have like really um small eyes or like no lid space totally. you could create that for yourself so using that technique <laughs> it's so dope how you can use makeup to like kind of like just like accentuate your features like right so make your eyes look bigger like things like that and so one thing i wanted to talk about actually was kind of like misconceptions around makeup like i feel like sometimes people think that like it's like i don't know very like superficial or like women are just using it to like hide or yeah there's like a lot of negative stereotypes or comments you see like specifically men make where they're like oh i like a girl who doesn't wear makeup natural <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i i think that's like one of the biggest things that i've never really paid attention to um but i know a lot of people that um have said it and i've came across men that have said it to me but I've never ever like took it to the heart um mainly because like you just got to understand that you're putting on the makeup for yourself not for anybody else to look at you like differently um totally. or to think good of you it's more so to like you know like have fun um that's one big thing that I've always used it for it's never I, I guess I did start off by like insecurities when I was really young I always wanted to be like super pale which is the weirdest thing ever because <laughs> now I'm like the opposite yeah, um, yeah. but that's how I started off like 
I guess for to hide my insecurities and like as I got older I've been realizing that I use it more for the creative like way of it um, the creative aspect um, rather than just to like hide myself behind it and I think when you come to that point um, it's always good um, you feel better about yourself and you feel better even with the makeup and without it like I never wear makeup anymore um, Honestly, I only do it for Instagram. I don't even wear it for work anymore. Cause I just feel like it's, I, I don't know. Personally, just I feel good about myself now and I don't feel a need for it um, constantly. But I I don't bad, like of course, you, I would love to wear makeup every day, but I'm just lazy. <laughs> yeah, like I think at the end of the day, like, yeah, like that is like the thing about like it being like, um, like a really like empowering like tool. Um, like it's for us and it, it's like, per person like if you like feel better without makeup like that's cool like you know like do you like whatever like you feel comfortable in. and if you want to like have fun and it makes you feel like nice like that's dope too like and it's just like like no judgment like whatever like people want to do and like well however you feel that day right yeah and it, i mean it can just be like something fun in general like as a hobby even if you're not going anywhere like it's a fun thing to play with colors and shapes and things like that. right that's kind of like how i've taken this quarantine like i've always done like really crazy stuff with my makeup and i've never been shy to wear it outside but um i guess now that i'm like stuck inside i feel more like creative and like able to like do things that i know like i'm not gonna have to like wash it off when i go outside <laughs> um even like the look that you posted today which we should talk about but I'm just like, I, especially as like an artist too, you know, like I'm an artist, I'm a creative person. And it's just like something I have never even like experimented with at all. And it's like so inspiring. It looks so dope. And like, I'm just like, oh man, it's, <laughs> I think it's really cool too. Like, it seems like another a big passion that you have is your fashion. And it seems like fashion <laughs> go hand in hand and complement each other a lot. Like if you have like a really cool fit on, like having a look that complements it just like makes it like even so much better yeah like next level as dope i'm like yeah. <laughs> yeah i just i just don't even like i wouldn't even know where where just like alexis put on like pink eyeliner today and like i did see that <laughs> i'm just like a dark like i put on this dark lip like this is like the most extreme that i like go but you like super inspire me to like want to do more so, and I'm sure that's like, so that's, that's like, not my huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> sure, like all the people that like follow you and stuff feel the same way. Like, well, I hope so, because I mean that's the, like the purpose of me even posting. Because like I said, I don't do it like to necessarily please people, but to like for me to like be confident and like be creative and also inspire other people um, to like play with their makeup and not feel like oh I can't wear too much makeup because then people are gonna judge me or. I can't wear blue eyeshadow because that's a little too crazy. Um, and I mean, it is different and you're not going to go outside and see people wearing the looks that I post, but it's just for you to have fun. Um, wear it outside or wear it inside. It's for you to just like focus on yourself for those like 30, 40 minutes um, and give yourself that time to just kind of um, feel good about yourself and know that you're able to uplift yourself with just putting on a little bit of makeup or a lot of makeup. <laughs> Totally. Like, sometimes when I'm, like, really busy, sometimes I feel, like, guilty about, like, just taking the time to even, like, put something on. Because I'm like, oh, I should, like, 
this shouldn't like matter or something or like I'm like I have like work to do or something but it's it really is about like taking that time just for yourself yourself right feel better during quarantine I've been like at the very least every day I just have been like doing like my eyebrows and like mascara at least just to like feel good but I've been letting my skin like I have been like not putting on like foundation or things like that trying to like give my skin like a break I did say, but <laughs> I know that a lot of people are definitely taking this time in quarantine to just like be super chill and relax. Like a lot of people, like there's like a lot of jokes about like switching your sweatpants. Like, I don't know, because everyone's just in sweats and things like that every day, which is like totally valid. It's totally a good time to take a break. But um, yeah. yeah, like if you're in the mood to like pep yourself up a little bit, like doing a little look pretty well, fun. Sometimes it makes me like feel like better like even just getting dressed or like right hands yeah. on or things like that even if i'm just gonna be in the house and like sometimes like my boyfriend will like make comments like oh like you look nice are you going somewhere and i'm just like no like i just want to feel like <laughs> ready like for my day right yeah that's usually how i am like if i don't if i go to work like i said really bummy or like don't put on any type of makeup like mascara or my eyebrows I legit feel like dead and I am super tired and if I versus if I go to work with like a little bit of makeup I feel better about myself I feel more awake which is the weirdest thing ever but I just feel ready to like you know like do everything and I think that's like part of like yeah like the power behind it and like the empowering part because it really does like have an impact and like how you take care of yourself like impacts like how you feel about yourself it's like makes sense right. i'm like if i'm randomly laughing it's because i'm reading people like, I know I'm <laughs> someone said that you're glowy someone said you're oh, a side <laughs> yeah shout out yeah shout out outside right shout out little village that's where you're at right? <laughs> yeah shout out whole I just it. <laughs> also if people are commenting questions in here it's kind of hard to read but if you comment in the little like box down there it's actually like, yeah um, that'll be easier for us to pull up more questions at the end. Yeah, because I think someone, I think Carly was like asking like if you have like if you have a concealer brand, like a favorite. Yeah, we can go through questions. Yeah, I think that'll be fun. <laughs> Tell us more about the look that you prepared and like the one you posted this morning and like what inspired that or like what was like your creative process in making it. So this whole quarantine thing has like inspired me to like play with like every single color um, in the rainbow or whatever. And I slowly used every single color and green was like the next one on my palette. <laughs> so I decided to play with green and um, honestly, I don't know how I get these looks. I just start playing with the color and then I take it off. I legit take my makeup off like three times, my eyeshadow because I don't like it or like I want something different. I just feel like, oh, this is basic. And that's how I honestly just keep it. And then I also have like super um, uh, really good Instagram pages that I follow with makeup that inspire me. Like I'm not gonna say I create everything about these looks, obviously there's stuff has been created um, and that I haven't seen, I'm sure. But I look through these things and I take little bits of everything and kind of put it together. That's kind of how I go through my creative process. Um, I change the colors or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just, um, Carly just made a comment. She was like, oh, that makes that makes her feel better that you restart. And I'm just like, yeah, I feel like that, 
that made me feel better when you said it too. It's like, oh, you're not just like, you're not perfect either. You're not just like doing it the first time and it like looks made, like that's like a part of the creative process. It's like trying something, right. maybe it doesn't work out, like trying yeah. that. I did it like three times. Honestly, like that green thing I did, I did it like three times, like all around my face. And I was like, okay, this looks crazy. My boyfriend's like, you look like you have the virus on your face. Like you're recreating the whole coronavirus thing. I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. For people, yeah, that I just it, they definitely need to check it out after this live. It's, it's sick. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> definitely. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you my tries personally. I'm not <laughs> both try to recreate it. And maybe not recreate that. But you guys can do that. I'm gonna send it to you personally because I probably won't be posting it. Okay, <laughs> it'll be. Um. But that reminds me, we um, also wanted to talk to you about product recommendations. Um, we're switching from winter to spring right now, so mm -hmm. I don't know if that like determines like what products you use more or less, or like what must-have products would you recommend right now? Um, for me, I feel like it doesn't change anything. Um, I mean, like this makeup look, I'd wear it in the winter all the time, in the fall. And then I'll wear this in the spring because it's like super natural. It's, I don't know. But I don't really change things. Um, for some people, they do like to change things because their skin type changes through the um, year. Um, so one thing I do say, I want to say is like, my skin changed a lot. So I used to be super oily and now I just got hella dry. So I've been trying to like slowly switch into products that are um, more for a dry skin. And it's been really weird because I'm not used to like using them. But one of the products that I still kind of use, even though I'm oily, I mean, I'm dry and I used to be oily, is this pore filling primer. A lot of people deal with pores and that's one of the biggest things. Like when you apply foundation, you get like the little holes on your skin and you're like, what the hell is that? And this, it's a Maybelline primer. I don't know. Ah, I wish the light wasn't so harsh. <laughs> um, and it's like five bucks. Um, it's lasted, it lasts a long time. And I usually just apply that in areas where I have those little pores area, uh, pore things. So it would be like right here or my forehead. Um, and that helps a lot with your makeup staying there longer. Yeah. And you won't get like slippery foundation all over the place. Yes, I'm like I need that. Yeah, that sounds yeah. Good. So you said it's a Maybelline primer, and you can get that at like just like Walgreens, Walgreens Target. Yeah. So. yeah, you get it at Walgreens, Target. I mean, those things are like the only things open right now. So you get it at I think Ulta has a sale for Maybelline for like buy one get one half off all the time. So I'm yeah. pretty sure you can find it for cheaper. Um, do you have like any other like I don't know like fave like favorite brands or like go to like. I don't know, just like go-to products or... Yeah, I have a whole bunch. I mean, if I could keep going on forever, but um, another like really cool um, product that actually got sent this to me, um, it's this Revlon concealer. Oh my God, this light is pissing me off. <laughs> um, but it's the new Candid Concealer. Um, I use this as a foundation or as just concealer. Um, and that's what I really like about it because, like I said, it's affordable um, and you could multi-use it um, for a lot of things. And like we said, the summer is coming up. People love to just use like the less amount of products they could on their face. So like you could just spot conceal. It's so comfortable on the skin and it doesn't um, get really oily too quickly, even if um, you don't set it. Another Revlon product is this thing. It's Skin Lights Bronzer. Um, so I don't know 
like wearing that today. It looks like I'm wearing a lot of highlight here. I don't know if you guys can tell. It looks like a little bit. Yeah. It looks so good. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so it's this. I don't apply highlight anymore because I just don't like how it looks on my skin. Um, and this gave me that like fake glow. Um, it looks really, really good on the skin. I wouldn't say like that being your only like bronzer if you like really, really glow, I mean, bronzed skin, but that's a really good topper. Um, and I'm not sure how much it is, but um, I'm pretty sure it's affordable. It's Revlon as well. Yeah, that is like a really good like like the point that like it's affordable because i feel like sometimes people like see like someone like a makeup artist like you on instagram and be like oh well she had to have used like all designer stuff because it looks like so good and it's like yeah designer like products are like dope and really nice too but it's like a, it's not so much like what you're using it's like how you're using it right right yeah that's one big myth i want to like break because i honestly every i've used a lot of hot really high in, uh makeup brands and I've used like really high-end designer stuff like YSL and Dior and I honestly don't like majority of the products um I feel like those products are a lot like more for like perfect deep people like they're super lightweight um they don't really give you payoff um there's some products that are nice I'm not gonna say that but like you could create all these looks that like I create with the cheapest shit ever <laughs> um, I usually just use like Morphe, Maybelline, Revlon, um, Ardell, like the cheapest things. Like my eyelashes are like super affordable. I, yeah, the, one of the biggest brands I use is Morphe um, and I wish I didn't like it as much as I did. But um, yeah, um, one of the palettes that I feel like people really need um, is this one by Morphe, the 25A Copper Spice. Oh. Um, it's like a bunch of super good There's, there's like a contour palette? No, or eyeshadow palette. No, eyeshadow. You could use it for contour though. I'm pretty sure you can. Like you could just use like the lighter colors um, for like as bronzer um, to contour or like um, to highlight under your eyes. But you could use this for your eyes. Um, it has really good colors that you could use all year round. Um, and that's one of the palettes that I find myself using the most with all my clients because majority of the people want like a supernatural or like bronzy look or something like that. Totally. It's, those are like very like neutral, very like versatile colors that like probably work with like a lot of different like skin tones too, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that I, that's why I love this palette so much because you don't have to really wor uh, worry about like color not paying off on some people's skin tones or look the colors not looking well or stuff like that. One thing that I would say though is always use like um, concealer to like before you apply eyeshadow. Um, that gives you that'll give you the best payoff. Um, uh, apply concealer first and then put the eyeshadow over it. Yeah, um, and pat it on. Don't like glide it on. I don't know. Yeah, like like with your finger, you just pat it on and then um, make sure it's kind of like tacky and then you can start applying the eyeshadows that they'll give you the best payoff look okay i hope y'all taking notes okay <laughs> i know <laughs> i need to write it down someone else in the comments asked what your favorite lip liner um is and what color um so i have two favorite lip liners that's so crazy that's literally what i was going to talk about next <laughs> so they're morphe liners as you can tell i use the shit out of them because they're like super long and that's one thing they're like really really long and um, they're only like eight dollars. Um, the two colors that I really like are Sweet Tea and Honeymoon. 
one is more of like a brown they're both like on the brown side yeah of things and but one is lighter than the other um, but i say i would get both of these uh someone asked what your favorite eyelash brand was Ooh, that's hard um i honestly like to stick to like um drugstore eyelashes yeah for like everyday looks especially like these um these are our I think these are Ardell. I think they're Ardell. I'm not even sure. Yeah, I think, okay, I, I used that one before. I know that one. Yeah. Oh no, these are Kiss. I'm lying so hard. I like just started like using lashes, like probably six months was like my first time like actually like trying them. And they're so fun. They're so fun. Like getting ones that are just like really like dramatic or things like that. Like if you're like going out, just like, I don't know, it makes you feel like I still. Yeah struggle with them like <laughs> getting them to stick on my eye but that's okay one of the easiest like one of the tricks i would say is like wait like five seconds or ten seconds before even trying to put them on your eye after you apply the glue and this glue is like really good it's from the drugstore it's a dual lash glue i don't know if you've heard of it so you buy that like individually yeah and this is the clear one yeah and it's the brush one because there's like tubes and the brush one is so much easier to use and it won't like your glue won't be all over your eyelash when you like try applying it so, um and this one dries clear so you don't have to worry about like getting like all the gunky stuff on your eyelash um but yeah i would i would wait like 10 seconds before even applying your eyelash and then looking down like this and applying it like that. Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> okay, I gotta practice that. Like hold your hold your mirror like down here and then apply it like that. <laughs> I have to try it. Okay, we'll do one more question. Um about yeah, someone asked how you felt about Fenty. Oh I love it. <laughs> you said Fenty and Rihanna. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Fenty. Fenty. I actually really love the brand. Um I think it's very different than what everything else in the market already has it was really dope when like when she first like launched the brand and there was like all of that um like buzz because she had like the most inclusive like range of colors right and then yeah. the brand started trying to expand their colors because they it's crazy that brands were literally only selling like one or two shades for darker skin exactly yeah um yeah that's one of the craziest thing that like when they first launched the uh, the whole color selection was crazy as soon as they started launch they launched their brand everybody else decided to extend it which is like so fucked up like how are you now gonna decide to extend it years later like this should have obviously been happening it's not like people of different skin tones just start popping out of the nowhere like this has been happening forever totally and i think that like they were trying to like act like if they made those colors like that they wouldn't sell or something and which is crazy because yeah. like black and brown women are like such pioneers when it comes to makeup and beauty exactly that's still crazy that they tried using that as an excuse like you still sound stupid like yeah i know it's so, so so dumb but yeah i love i love fenty their products i want all of them but yeah my i think my favorite is their bronzer i love their bronzer it's so so good check it out so we should probably wrap up soon. let you go soon but i'm like 
thank you so much for joining us and i know like you're probably really busy but we really appreciate your time and like this is so fun and informative and i hope that people took something away from this and are inspired to experiment yeah. more and and like just do do them like do whatever like feels good for them yeah exactly and well yeah like you guys said like just do put makeup on for yourself i think that wearing um makeup doesn't make you less or better than anybody else that is wearing it or not wearing it um so never compare yourself to that um i feel like that's one of the biggest things women feel uh that don't wear makeup feel the need to like mention it to those that do like oh like i don't wear makeup like ew you wear a full face of makeup that makes you prettier that's why you look that way um, I don't think that has anything to do with um, who you are as a person, so that shouldn't even matter in the first place. Um, so yeah, that's one of the biggest things I want people to, to remember, but thank you guys. <laughs> that is, thank you so much, and we'll talk soon. Yeah, and for, um, for reference, we're going to take this live and we're going to put out a full op um, podcast episode, the first episode of the season, where me and Sam are going to talk about more issues like some politics and pop culture stuff yeah. and then we're gonna um incorporate our interview with alexa yeah. into the full episode so we're gonna probably post that this weekend yeah and but people can like go back if they were like oh wait like what did she suggest like they'll be able to like check that out stream yeah. it or if you want to like share it with a friend um who you think would be interested you'll have that link up we'll have it on our page yeah that's super cool i'm so happy for what you guys are doing it's it's so fun to be able to like connect in this type of way um i've listened to your podcast from the previous season it was really fun i feel like even though it wasn't more so like fun or things like that but it was still very informative like people don't really um interview those type of people that are doing uh smaller not small but like smaller people in the community that nobody really takes the time to get to know aside from like looking at their instagram totally yeah the whole premise is just like about like uplifting like all different like women's voices and like just telling women's stories especially women who yeah aren't like usually like on the mainstream or women who aren't usually like right maybe who's giving an interview like we want to highlight right. women voices that we think are important and aren't heard as much so yeah. thanks so much super proud of you guys <laughs> we're proud of you too and thank we're excited for you and your baby yes thank you well have a great rest of your day thank you you guys too yeah thank you everyone for watching bye everybody bye